Welcome to Talking Taxes Hill Roundtable, a Bloomberg Tax podcast. We'll sit down with our Hill team to discuss the latest legislative activity dealing with tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone, and we're excited you're here. I'm joined today by Stu Basu, Hill reporter for Bloomberg Tax. Hi, Stu. Hi, how are you? Thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. So last week, the nominee to be the next IRS commissioner um, went before the Senate Finance Committee. If he were to be confirmed, Stu, Charles Reddig would lead the agency as it implements the biggest tax overhaul in decades. What did we learn about his vision from the hearing? This hearing... uh for Mr. Rettig uh, had been a long time coming. Uh, President Trump had nominated him uh, in February. And uh, what he said over and over again at this hearing was he was going to be impartial uh, and you know he, he would uh, judge an issue on its merits. Uh, he was repeatedly pressed by uh, Senate Finance, Finance Committee ranking member Ron Wyden about several issues. Uh, so, but we have to remember that this is a relatively non-controversial appointment, and the Democrats uh, will likely support this nomination. That uh, was the takeaway that I got from the hearing. We also learned that Mr. Reddig owns property at a Trump-branded resort in Hawaii. What did lawmakers make of that? Well, you know, this was in a memo that was given to Senate finance staff uh, the day before the hearing, and uh, Chairman Hatch at the hearing made light of it. Um, it seemed that he has, uh, Mr. Rettig had a sh- kind of owns a share in these properties, and he's done so since 2006, long before uh, Trump even announced that he was running for president. Speaking of time, what is the timing like for finalizing Reddick's confirmation? Senator Hatch told me right after the hearing that he expects to get the process done in three to four weeks. Uh, So the Senate Finance Committee now has to vote on this nomination, and that's going to be followed by a full Senate vote. So um, I'm thinking like this will be done by the end of July. Also last week, Representative Kevin Brady, chair of the House Ways and Means, um, admitted that provisions of the new tax law weren't adequately vetted, um, specifically the the international base erosion tax and the, and the guilty. Um, what exactly did he say? Now, I have to say this was uh, a somewhat strange admission by Chairman Brady. He is, um, you know, always on message. And this was uh, in an interview to Fox Business, and he said, we didn't have time to model and analyze it, uh, talking about the international provisions, the cross-border taxation in the tax bill. And, you know, this is something the Democrats have said again and again. Uh, you know, you, you they were so, they rushed to pass a bill, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, we were all surprised that uh, Chairman Brady would say that. So what this essentially means is, you know, they are taking another look at these provisions. And as Brady said, uh, they might try to kind of, you know, fix some of these issues or explain some of these issues better in this tax cut 2.0 package, tax cut package that's uh, that's in the works. He has some other plans for that tax 2.0 package. Um, Do we have any better idea of what might be in that bill? A lot or uh, some of these individual provisions in the 2017 tax law, uh, they expire at the end of 2025. 
Now, it's the goal of the House Republicans to make them permanent. Uh, but Brady is lo- looking at some, you know, education and retirement-related bills. He said last week that there would be three or four bills that make up this package. So this was the kind of uh, the biggest hint yet that, you know, he's looking at a comprehensive package rather than, you know, one bill. Brady is not the only one talking about tax 2.0. President Trump weighed in on the potential for some additional legislation this weekend. What did he say? So the the big the biggest news uh, from what uh, President Trump said over the weekend was that uh, he would reduce the corporate or he tried to reduce the corporate rate from twenty one percent to twenty percent. Uh, we have to remember that the corporate rate was cut from thirty five percent to twenty one percent in the twenty seventeen tax act, and now he wants to reduce it further. Uh, he too is working on this tax cut two point package. So and. Brady also said that we should expect to see uh, the bills uh, before they leave for the August recess. So this is something that that's coming up, and you know there will be drafts floated in the next few weeks, and we'll get to know more. Do we know how much, how closely Representative Brady is working with the White House on these bills? I can tell you that uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and. Uh, other top Treasury of officials um, talk to Brady frequently. Uh, Brady has told us that you know he talks to President Trump on the phone. So I I think they're working closely, but often you know there's a difference between what the White House might want and what the House might want, and they will try to bridge these differences in the next few weeks. Well, we got our first glimpse of the new postcard size Form 1040 last week. Stu, how big of a postcard is it? It's a double-sided postcard, and they have gone from 79 line items on the old 1040 form to 23. So it's a significant reduction, uh, and Republicans would say it's a simpler form, but uh, they immediately came under attack from um, some Democrats, including Senate Finance Ranking Member uh, Ron Wyden, who called it a smokescreen designed to conceal paperwork additional calculations, and Trump's broken promise to simplify the tax code. And it, it does kind of fulfill some of the promises made during um, the tax reform process, but there are six schedules that go with, these, uh, with this form. So, you know, if you have additional income, additional information, you'll need to use those. And how soon might taxpayers be able to start using this postcard size 1040? Um, we were told that they, um, the IRS would work on the forms uh, with the tax community over the summer. So I imagine sometime right after summer we'd, we'd see a final, final version of this form. Well, great. I'd like to thank Stu Basu for joining me today. You're very welcome. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Tax. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloomberg Tax and subscribe to our show on iTunes or SoundCloud. Tune in next time for even more analysis on the tax news of the day. From the nation's capital, I'm Amanda Icone.